Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of On Point Fantasy. I am Ryan Serena. I am Fantasy Frank. And today we are going to be doing a mock draft. Okay, we haven't did one, done one this week, uh, so we thought, you know, it's not Monday, but we're going to put it out a day early on Sunday. Um, so we're going to do a mock draft here in about 30 seconds on the Fantasy Pros app. Okay, it's going to be a 12-team mock draft, PPR, full-point PPR. That's what we always go by. And then after the mock draft, we are going to go over the polls of the day that we've done. I think we got about three polls to go over, Frank, right? Yes, sir. So um, we're going to be doing that, and I'm going to be at the eighth pick or tenth pick in this draft. Frank, what pick do you have? I have the sixth. Okay. See, so, I mean, Frank, where do you like to be in these mock drafts? I tend to like to be at the back end because, you know, you know who you're always going to get in that in that top half of, half of the draft. Um, so I tend to like to go in the bottom half most of the time. You know, I'll do a couple drafts in the beginning of the uh, one through five picks just to see where I land. But I mean, I like the middle, so I've come to custom when we do these. I know I went with the first pick, the one, um, I think it was the last one, and I went with a little different draft strategy. But my usual go-to strategy is if you can get your pick somewhere between four to six or seven. So I got six. Um, the first five off the board were Saquon, Zeke, McCaffrey, Kamara, and uh, Devontae Adams in the five spot. So that's, that's, that's how it should go. It I mean, should probably. I mean, I, mean, I like to see Mel- I like Diop over Devontae I like to Adams. see Melvin Gordon at five. So the fact that he fell to me at six, I'm going to go with him. Because I love Melvin Gordon. That's great. Oh, see, Joe Mixon. It's, it's coming, Reno, dude. It's Pat coming. Mahone, Joe Pat, Mixon at nine. Pat Mahomes went at seven, Reno. Did he really? Okay, see, so this is perfect. This is what I like to see. So I got the 10th pick. All my running backs that I said I would pick before DeAndre Hopkins are gone. They're telling me to take Le'Veon Bell, but Le'Veon Bell is not worth my number one wide receiver this year. DeAndre Hopkins. We're going to go wide receiver in the first round. We're going to see how this goes. Okay. So now I'm back here in the second round. Oh, Reno, there's your boy Travis Kelsey. Oh, my God. And I've been talking about it. I've been talking about it, how I would take Kelsey. Oh, my God. Do you have the stones to pull the trigger? Who we got at running back? Dude. But there's Michael Thomas, too. Julio's still there, too. I had to do it. Travis Kelsey. I had to do it. We're going zero running back. We're going to try zero running back this draft, okay? Really? And when I think of zero running back, I think of the sixth round. So we're going to see what we can get if we hold off until about the sixth round, maybe. Or maybe the fifth round. Unless there's ridiculous value, dude. Like, fuck. I mean... I'm going to stick to my guns here and go with a running back. Now I'm going to decide between... Chubb, Dalvin, and Marlon. I think Dalvin finally gets the healthy bill of health and, you know, for second round. You're picking up so many shares of Dalvin, dude. I love Dalvin, dude. I'm a big Dalvin guy. I love what he did before he tore his shit. So I just feel like if you get him on a healthy year, he can really blow up. I mean, I had him his rookie year. Yeah. He was putting up top seven running backs. Before the ACL injury? Dude, there's no fucking way that this guy comes to me. There's no way. There's no way, absolutely no shot that I'm going to get a top running back here. Dude, yo, you're going to see me test out that fucking theory in that poll that we we're going to talk about if he falls to me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. Just fucking wait, bro. 
Marlon Mack's gone. I wanted Marlon Mack, but realistically, in the third round, I don't think he's going to fall to me anyway. Um, see who Frank takes here. Ooh, I'm definitely going to go wide receiver right here. I mean, I got four good ones with uh, Keenan Allen, A.J. Green, Amari Cooper, and for some That's reason, great. Adam Thielen is still there, Reno, in the third round. Well, I mean, his ADP is 24. We're at pick, what, 30 right now? Yeah, but... I think this is the sweet spot for Adam Thielen. I do. I, I do. I, I mean, think, I'm going to go with him. I think his floor. I I do is like Amari Cooper more than him, though. Yes, but I'd rather have Kirk Cousins. No fucking way, bro. You're going to go George Kittle. I was going to go George fucking Kittle. Oh. And we're going to talk about that a little bit later. I hate to see that right now. I really would have loved George Kittle. You know what? We're going to Amari Cooper here. We're going to wait on running back. We're going to go right here probably running back. Oh, my God. I'm there. loving this draft. Your boy's there. I'm loving this draft. You, I went Aaron Jones. You I didn't went take Aaron your Jones. boy. I'll tell you why. I want to stay away from Josh Jacobs in this draft because everybody knows I love Josh oh, Jacobs. Oh, I'm taking him right now. Hope you, you know can that. take him. That's End of the fine. fourth round, that's a steal. That's fine. That's a steal in the fourth round. There's my flex. Tell me a bell cow's my flex option, Reno. I really think with Aaron Jones, the only thing that's holding him back is if they don't give him – they don't 25 unleash touches. him, which they should. Okay? He's going to be in a, in a high-powered offense with Aaron Rodgers, Devontae Adams, Geronimo Allison. Okay, I don't think Jamal Williams really is going to be able to, I don't think he's to, a to cut into it. Exactly. Yeah, I don't think he's so, a with that being said, Aaron Jones was top five running. He's proven that he could be a top five running back when given the touches. So, this draft we're going to go with a little bit more of a surefire. Aaron Jones is never there in the fourth round in any of the in any of the drafts that we do. I mean, he's he's a third round guy. Yeah, so be honest, him in the, at the end of the second, Josh Jacobs shouldn't be there at the end of the fourth. He shouldn't have been there. Aaron Jones and, and Josh Jacobs shouldn't have been there. I feel like they're getting very underdrafted. Oh, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And and you know what? With those two guys, it's splitting hairs. Okay, I think it's splitting hairs. It's depending. Do you want to take the shot on Josh Jacobs being a rookie? Okay, or do you want to take the more surefire thing with Aaron Jones when we know, you know, he should get twenty five touches a game, and if he does, yeah, dude, this guy could could. Would you be totally shocked if he finished in the top three running backs at the end of the year if he was given? I wouldn't be like if he was given three hundred carries. I wouldn't be blown exactly. away shocked because he has it. So with my last pick, I went with Cooper Cup. Um, I can definitely see him having a low slower start to the year, but because I have these three running backs and I have a surefire wide receiver one and Adam Thielen, I can take. The minimal hit that a Cooper Cup can bring to my lineup the first few weeks. Until You're a he gets big Cooper Cup guy. Love Cooper Cup. I went uh, David David Montgomery there, Chicago Bears running back rookie. Okay, they're they are loving him there. I'm seeing it on Roto World every single day. He's surprising people in practice. He looks way better than what they even thought he was, and they thought they had a bell cow running back in there. Tariq Cohen's gonna get his, but it's gonna be David Montgomery's backfield. Um, and here we're pressed a little bit for time in round six. We're going to go with DJ Moore. Number one in, in Carolina, okay? Cam Newton is a big wild card here. We don't know if he's going to be healthy. We don't know if that shoulder is going to be be able to withstand a 16-game season, and I don't think it's going to. Reno, I don't mean to interrupt you, but is there a reason why Eric Ebron's ADP is 68? A lot of people are buying into, uh, a lot of people are buying into the, uh, um, who's the other tight end in Indianapolis? To be honest with you, I don't know. But if oh he's here at the end of Jack rounds, Doyle, 
I'm, Jack ta- I'm taking Eric Ebron into round six. Touchdown monster. I like it, but a lot of people think Jack Doyle's going to be able to eat into that Eric Ebron the red snap zones? share. The, the snap red zone share. targets? The snap share. The red zone targets are there, but a lot of people are saying Devin Funches is going to be... It, it, Eric Ebron is not the sole highlight of the red zone anymore, they're saying. They're saying Devin Funches is going to be... Eating into those red zone targets. I don't know how you go away from a guy like that, personally. Well, I mean, the way I look at it, you know, Jack Doyle last year, when he was healthy... Wasn't bad. Did, but he did out-snap Eric Ebron. Just, I, it, I just find it very hard to go away from a guy that had the amount of touchdowns he had last year. A lot of people will say he's touchdown-dependent. I mean, 14 touchdowns. Is he going to do that again? Probably not. No, he's but not going in to. In what, in what like he's in the tight end to. world, which guys aren't touchdown-dependent? Well, 30, exactly. Exactly. Three of them. I mean, Kelsey, Kittle, and Ertz. So, I mean, sorry about that phone call there, guys. Interrupting us, but... I really think... When it comes down to it, who are you going to want to put out there? Very fair. So, i rather have Eric Ebron in fantasy. So, i rather have the guy that has that touchdown upside. Well, I'm not going to reach for a quarterback right here, so I'm definitely going to see what I got in the wide receiver running back department. Big Robbie Anderson guy this year. I feel like this is a fair spot. You know, middle of the seventh round for him as I, my first receiver off the bench. So I'm going to grow with that. I now see Will Fuller is there, so I probably would have went Will Fuller, but. Hmm. You know what? We were talking about this earlier, Frank, and. You're going to take him, uh, aren't you? No, I'm not. Not, not who you think. I'm going to take, um, where is he at? Marvin Jones. Okay, Marvin Jones, two years ago, was a top five wide receiver, Okay. What all of a sudden, I think Kenny Galladay is a better all-around receiver, but Marvin Jones is still there. He was hurt last year. He's healthy now. There's no doubt in my mind that, you know, in round seven, I will take a chance on him becoming that top five receiver again and maybe just giving me top 15 numbers in the sixth round. Round eight, we're going to take a chance on Ronald Jones, okay? Ronald Jones is the only running back of any talent in Tampa Bay. You know, Reno, I hate to see that say this right now, but I was going to take Kareem Hunt on my next pick, and he went literally the pick before me. What round are we in? Round eight? I mean... That's not a bad risk. It's not bad risk if you think your draft is good enough to the point where, you know, come week 10, okay, you're not shifting saying, oh my God, I need to ship off Kareem Hunt because I need to make a, a, a comeback with... Three guys, maybe. Or, you know, if you're sitting in, in week 10 with, I don't know, let's say you got seven wins. Seven and three. You're, you're seven on. and three. You're, you're great. On. You're great. If you're, you're, if but you're if five and five, you're fine. Five and five? Four and six, you're... Four and six, you had to show You're hurting, man. I mean, it's tough. It, it's... So I ended listen, up going it's with... It's going to be great production when yeah, he comes back. when he comes back. Um, I ended up going with McKinnon. They love him in San Francisco. Shanahan... Knows, has those weird, quirky ways to implement his uh, pass-catching running backs in that offense, so I definitely like that selection. And I'm I'm kind of digging this uh, four running back, three wide receiver uh, setup I got right now. So, Dude, my team is... For going, for waiting on running back... Who are your wide receivers again? Hopkins and him? D-Hop and Amari Cooper and Travis Kelsey as my tight end, dude. Like, this is fucking that's a lot, that's sick. A, that's a lot of targets. For waiting till the fourth round to pick a running back, which I am 
usually dead set and we're, on and never we, we, doing. We've gone over this time yeah. and time again. Running backs are the way you're going to win exactly, fantasy leagues, Exactly, exactly. So. But Aaron Jones and David Montgomery? That's not bad. As my two running backs? That's Dude, I'm fucking liking this. Like, this shit might honestly Who's, who are you rocking change my opinion. Right now? right now, DJ Moore. Right now, DJ Moore. I know he's the one in but dude, Carolina, but listen, I've told you millions of times. I am totally fine with if there's some stud tight end out there that I think will get more targets. Dude, I'll put two tight ends in my in my starting lineup if I have to. I really don't care. I mean, it all comes down to who's going to produce. I mean, I'm looking at so Matt here looking right at now. the QB market, and the, we got a combination of Wentz, Winston, and Golf, and Prescott. Nothing that really jumps off the board for me. So I got to pick between Cortland Sutton and Tate, and I'm probably going to go Golden Tate. I'm going to go Golden Tate here, actually. I just think because it's PPR format, you know, Golden Tate just screams 85 to 95 catches. Yeah, I mean, he's going to get he's he's going to get a lot of catches, especially, I'm telling you, if Eli is the quarterback. Yeah, 100%. Gonna even, be a bunch even, when, of, even when Daniel Jones takes over, whether it's the end of this year, middle of this year, or next year, he's going to be a safety blanket. I agree with that. I agree with that. Now, here's a guy that, you know, a lot of people were big on him last year, including me. Anthony Miller of Chicago Bears. I really think he takes a step forward this year. I think Mitch Trubisky, you know, maybe instead of spreading the ball so much around where you don't have that consistent guy, maybe he latches onto somebody, and I'm hoping that's Anthony Miller because I think he's got more youth, you know, and a little bit more talent upside than Allen Robinson. Now, going here in the 10th round, I oh my. Is it time goodness. to look for QB for you yet, Reno? Or not no? yet, not no. yet. I'm gonna take Kiki Kuti. Okay, Texans. Listen, Will Fuller always gets hurt. It's fair. I hope he doesn't. I pray to God he doesn't. I hope he doesn't. He's a great he's a fucking really good player. player. But you got to read the writing on the walls. Gets hurt a lot. Collarbone, ACL. If he goes down again, dude, Kiki Kuti's right there. Yep. And you know, Kiki Kuti honestly might challenge him for that number two spot. He could. He could. He's a talented wide receiver. So I know this uh, fantasy pros doesn't really not gonna appreciate this pick, but I'm gonna take the guy uh, from Green Bay. Do you like him, Frank, more than Geronimo Allison? I do. Rogers has been raving about Valdez. How do you say his last name? Valdez Scantling. Yeah, Marquez Valdez Scantling. Yeah. Rogers has been raving about this guy, and you know if Aaron Rodgers starts raving about you, you know what that means? Balls are coming your way in the red zone. But he's also talking about Geronimo Allison in, in in glooming light. I mean, I, I feel uh, like to the, me he's talking like, and I know he's the quarterback. You know, he's not going to talk really bad. But Aaron Rodgers is not one to you know fluff things up. No, okay? but he'll he'll tell he also, you how it fucking is when it comes to game situations. When it comes to Aaron Rodgers, because I have had him in years past. You start dropping passes, he will not throw you the football. Exactly. So, so with that being said, he's a real fucking dude. Yeah, you know what I mean? So if he's saying his fucking wide receiving core is the best in football, which is basically what he's saying right now. Yeah, that's what he's saying right you now. You know, that's a credible source to be listening yeah. to. So I mean, Because that's the guy throwing the fucking football. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> there's many people out there, dude, that have Devontae Adams ranked as their number one receiver. Yeah. And it's for a reason. And there's a reason why he went number one overall in this <laughs> I mean, draft as wide yeah, receiver exactly, wise. Exactly. Exactly. So I will never do this ever in my life doing that since I am a uh, diehard Giant fan. But for the sake of is this, this mock draft, for the sake if, of if this you're going mock draft, saying, dude, it's a great round eleven right now in round eleven. It is the dude. former MV, former MVP candidate dude. Carson Wentz, fantasy points wise in round eleven. That's a steal, dude. Dude, Carson Wentz, love him. Hate the Eagles. But Can, I love him. Cannot root for an eagle. I if want... he could stay healthy, dude, you just got an MVP in round eleven. Pretty much. Yeah. I mean, that guy can win you a fantasy league in round eleven. Now listen. Round 11 for me. 
I'm going to take a flyer on a guy that the only way, where is he? The only way I think he gets anywhere near the football is if Aaron Jones gets hurt. I'm going to take Jamal Williams in the, in the well, 11th round. Well, with round. the handcuff there, did you? Well, I had to, dude. Like, you know, God forbid Matt LaFleur thinks he's fucking cute and uh, wants to, you know, go with a committee backfield. For some reason. I mean, by all means, go for it. Uh, 12th round here. I'm looking at quarterback, but I still think I can wait. I still think I can. Um, we're going to go with John Brown, and I'll tell you why. It's not a bad pick. I fucking hate Buffalo, but he's still fast as fucking shit, okay? He can stretch the field, and the motherfucker throwing him the ball can throw a ball like 90 yards on his goddamn knees because Josh Allen has a cannon for an arm. Now, Reno, I know you're going to love Raven about Josh Allen, but... I'm in a situation here. I don't know if I want to go Duke Johnson or C.J. Anderson. I saw We saw what C.J. Anderson did last year, and I'm going to go with C.J. Anderson right Dad, now. Are they committed to carry on Johnson? C- I'm C. taking C.J. Anderson with the intent that Johnson misses at least four games. Okay. Okay. Due, due I mean, to injury purposes. That's a nice guy to just stash on yeah, your bench. Yeah, I mean, dude, anything can happen, dude. Like Maybe it's scheme-oriented in L.A. He's a good running back. But he's a good running back. I mean, I know Duke Johnson is in, a, in, a, in an area right now where you don't want him. He, he, he's, he's buying not, Kareem Hunt. He's not liked he by back. his teammates right now. No, I mean, and but do you blame him for wanting no, to leave? No, no, like, I don't because he's just trying is to – Is it that hard He's chasing a, a check, Reno. He's trying to cash in so we can hit free agency. Not only that, I think he back. also wants to play. I mean, he's, he's, he's not going to get much time in Cleveland. very good. Yeah, he's a very I think good he, – I think he's he a averaged, very good number two. He's a Latavius Murray. He's a he's a Mark Ingram. He's not going to be a more feature Mar- back. I consider him more of a Mark Ingram because, because he can catch the ball out of the backfield. Yeah. Or Latavius yeah. really doesn't. Yeah, but but essentially that that Robin to to a Batman. Yeah, yes, yes. He's yes. not he can, a Batman. He can't be the guy. Yeah. But he can be very good. He can be a very good supporting cast. He can be the sidekick, yeah. essentially. I agree with I mean, you. Um, what do I want to do here? Let's see if waiting paid off. Motherfucker! Waiting did not oh, pay Kyler's off. Kyler's gone right now. I know, I know. I was going to wait one more round. There was Kyler and Dak. I hate the Cowboys, but I will take Dak Prescott in round 13, dude. I ended up going with Rex Burkhead, you know, round 13. You never know what Big Bill's going to do. Up there in uh, Foxborough, so there was times last year where Burkhead was not even really last year, year before, because he opened the year off with an injury. Um, Burkhead was actually like a stud. He could, he does it all for him. He goal line touches between the twenties, balls out of the backfield. Guy really can. Play I'm fucking pissed. Sorry, Reno. Fuck. I mean, it, it it that does kind of hold true to what we did say though for you. I mean, I know we were talking about Kyler in the eighth. Kyler in the twelfth is kind of a steal. I just thought, like, you know what, dude, like, fuck it. I mean, ugh. Well, round 14, we're going to go defense. I'm going to take them chargers. I've said it a million times why I like them. A lot of speed on the field. A lot Great of fucking defense. speed on the field, okay? They put a lot of safeties out there in linebacker roles, Okay. They can tackle. They can get to the ball quicker. Okay, they're not looking for the big hits. They're looking to get to the ball carrier quicker and get the tackle. Okay, not a lot of yards after the touch. That's fair. Right? That's fair. So I mean. So normally, when I go down to my last two picks, it's kicker defense. Normally, I go defense then kicker. I'm going to switch it up this time. I'm going to go kicker then defense. And who better than Legatron? 
Guy can kick it from okay. 60 damn yards. Him or Buckner? Yeah, I mean, him and Buckner are the Sherlock's, in my opinion. Like, And believe it or not, kickers can uh, win you a fantasy week, especially with a guy like Legatron. Oh, my God, absolutely. I mean, I'm going to go no kicker in this one. I'm going to... I'm gonna wait till after the draft to drop somebody, okay? Yeah, it's fair. And pick up a kicker. Um, but dude, let me tell you something. Like, as much as I'm fucking pissed that I didn't get Kyler in the 13th, and I knew I should have fucking took him in the 12th, okay? But I wanted to wait to see how far he could last. Dude, I'm gonna pick in in the 15th round, okay? I'm still looking at Big Ben, QB number three last year. I'm still looking at Mitch Trubisky. Okay, and looking at Lamar Jackson. Lamar Jackson, I don't really like. Is Kirk Cousins okay. still there, Reno? I don't believe he is still there. I don't believe so. Let me see. That's kind of wild that Kirk Cousins is going before Big Ben. Yeah, Kirk Cousins went before Big Ben. I mean, dude, honestly, I'm thinking about Derek Carr even. Like, Derek Carr is a steal. I mean, but he's not even being drafted, okay? He's not being drafted. But at the same time... Reno, I'm going to do something again I have also will never do normally when it comes to this situation. I'm going to take the Cowboy defense. Hmm. It's a good defense, It's a good defense, man. They've really turned the corner with that. I mean, they've got a really good front rush. And those linebackers with Van Der Esch and Jalen Smith. You know what? My God. Fuck ADP. I'm going with my fucking gut. I think the Oakland Raiders are going to be a more high-powered offense. Their defense still isn't there. Okay? So I can't say they're going to be better than the Steelers. But... I think this offense could be better than the Steeler offense. Yeah, especially with the additions of A.B. and Josh Jacobs. So we're going to go with Derek Carr. And I know I'm going to get a fucking shitty draft grade in here in this one. What you got there, Arena? I mean, oh, this probably is my worst draft yet, according to Fantasy Pros. Um, I got a C-plus. Well, that's, uh, we just nodded a score up 2-2 there, Reno. I mean, listen, dude. If I wanted to win, I could have won. But I was going with a different draft strategy, okay? And that's what I was doing, you know, last time with the whole different draft <laughs> strategy. So it's it's amazing what draft strategies well, can do the for thing, you, right? Dude, I mean, you're gonna sit here and give me a C plus when I have D Hop, Amari Cooper, and Travis Kelsey, okay? And then I have Aaron Jones, okay? You're gonna tell me that my weakness is running back? You're not okay? wrong, you know. I mean, like, my weak- I understand my David we- Montgomery's a rookie, blah 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 blah. But like, dude, you know, my we- my weakness is a uh, QB and wide receivers, and I just got an MVP caliber QB in round eleven. Well, exactly, dude. I mean, like, I got tight ends and wide receivers as my strengths, which is obviously what I was going for. I got the best tight end in football. I got the best wide receiver in football, in my opinion. Okay, and Amari Cooper, you know, he could be top five. He could be top seven. I mean, right now he's number 10. He's number it's, 10 it's for me. It's just his Dak going to get him the ball. I know he came out with a bold statement saying he wants 2,000 receiving That's yards. That's not going to happen. It's not going to happen. Amari Cooper, give me 1,400 receiving yards, eight touchdowns. Eight to ten. Eight to okay. ten, yeah. He's going to mix in some rushing yards catches. in there, too, with a little jet sweep. Exactly. So, I mean, like, when it comes down to it, am I thrilled with this draft? No, I'm not thrilled because I always tend to love the running back position. But am I mad at this draft? Absolutely not. I love I mean, my draft, if we're being honest, Reno. I love my draft. I got a 92 out of 100. I got an A-. minus. I got three RB1s. I got... Sherlock, wide receiver who's your, one. Who's your running backs again? Melvin Gordon, Dalvin Cook, and Josh Jacobs. I got Adam Thielen, who was, oh my, last year, the first nine weeks. NFL record. I, I, I had him last and year. And I think I, mean, I think Kirk really, you know, finds it in the offense this year. And, you know, not, not only Thielen, but Diggs benefit from Kirk understanding all of this. And then that's where I think Dalvin can take the big step as long as he's healthy. And then, you know, touchdown dependent Eric Ebron apparently now. Um, you know, getting him when I got him, I believe it was like, what, round six? It's not a bad one. And then the bench, 
I got what? One, two. I got three receivers on the bench, three running backs. I have three handcuff running backs on the bench with uh, CJ Anderson, uh, McKinnon, and uh, Burkhead. I'm kind of digging this. I really am. I liked your draft. I mean, you always and this you is went one with of what the, we always do. You and know? this is one of the reasons why I kind of like to be in the middle as opposed to on the ends of the draft. I tend to have better drafts when I'm drafting in that five to eight yeah, range. It's just, I feel like you get the higher caliber players. Yeah. It, well, it's, it's almost like a perfect situation. You know, it's like the 12th pick is not the worst, okay? But at the same time... You might not get that surefire elite tier wide receiver or running back at I agree. twelve. If and the draft pans out perfectly, they, this this app must really hate Carson Wentz, Reno, because I finished second overall in points, and as a starting, my starters only got fifth. They must really hate Carson Wentz. A lot of people are down on Carson. Wentz. Or they're Wentz. really low on Josh Jacobs. It's one or the other, or Cooper. Cup. Well, we know people are low on Josh Josh Jacobs. We know people are low. Yeah. We're 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 high on him, um, but uh, there are people out there that agree with us. You know, I mean. The fourth round, how far do they think he's going to drop? I mean, what was his ADP? Does it still show? I mean, I think last time we checked it was, what, 46? Josh Jacobs? Yeah, 46. I think it was at, like, 42. In the 40s. Okay, so that would mean he's going in round four, okay? So, I mean, how much farther do they want him to drop? He's a bell cow running back. He's not pressured by anybody else in that in that backfield, okay? He's got a coach named John fucking Gruden who loves to run the ball. So... You know, I understand he's a rookie. I understand that he has to prove himself, but you know, the guy was under three hundred carries in his in his college football career. He's fresh. Fresh. Legs. I mean, I don't, I, I don't really see the, the the knock. I mean, like I said, I take him. You know, sometimes in the third round, and depending on the how the draft falls, I'm not going to kill somebody for taking him in the last pick in the second round. You know. After that, the preseason, that's, that's I'm telling you, people are going to be people are going to more people are going to be on board. That's a guy you kind of can reach for a little bit uh, because of the upside and the absolutely. situation he's in as a running back. He could very well be the Royce Freeman. Okay, oh, he could be. I don't think he's going but to. You think Jalen Rashard is going to push him? Well, carries? exactly. But we don't know. We don't know if there's maybe a Philip Lindsay out there. We don't know. And I can so, tell you I right mean, now, they don't have no Philip Lindsay on that roster. I didn't think Philip Lindsay was going to come in there and just steal the show. From Royce Freeman. That's I thought, he was, I I thought he was going to be a really good change of pace back exactly. for Royce Freeman. I thought Freeman was going to get more to the goal line. Case. Exactly. You see Lindsey coming and running like a bat out of hell, especially in, in the goal line. Exactly. So, I mean, anything can happen. Do I think it's going to happen? No. I think I think Josh Jacobs is going to finish the year as a top, a top 12 running back. Um, and I think people are going to start drafting him as a top 12 running back after the preseason. Yeah, he's yeah. going to get carries in the preseason. It's not going to be many, but it's going to be enough to showcase what he's all about. Put it on the board. Frank and Reno are tied on mock draft two two. All right, we're we're tied. I mean, wait till next time. Yeah, sure, I'm sure. I'm gonna draft to fucking win. I'm telling you. Sure, sure. But now we're gonna go over the polls that we did on Twitter. Um, the first poll that we're gonna be going over today, and I love this one, is because it just happened. Well, exactly. So I mean, in a twelve team PPR draft, are you taking Travis Kelsey in the late first or second round? Over wide receivers like Mike Evans, T.Y. Hilton, A.J. Green, and Amari Cooper. I personally would have Kelsey ranked as the top 10 receiver. Okay, so we asked we asked the public. 54% of people agree with me. Okay. I'm not sure if Frank totally agrees with me. Well, let me ask Frank, you this. what do you think Let me about ask you that? this. What, what are you using your first pick on? That matters to me. Well, in this draft, I used it on D-Hop. 
And I was totally fine with taking Travis Kelsey in the second round. So, I mean, I'll tell you right now, if I went running back, so if I have David Johnson, let's say... What running back six. was there for you at your slot? Le'Veon, Le'Veon Bell. Bell. No, so tell I, you uh, took Le'Veon Bell. I would not. Well, that's why I took D-Hop. I'm, I wouldn't I'm just, have felt. I wouldn't I'm have took Travis Kelsey. Hypothetically, you, you say okay, D-Hop's gone. Michael Thomas goes right before you. Okay. Le'Veon's the only so probably got, surefire running back one there. Okay, I got are you, Le'Veon. Are you comfortable with Le'Veon with Kelsey being there? Well, that would mean. Well, okay, so I would take. I would have taken Le'Veon, and then I probably would have been left with. Mike Evans, Omari Cooper, and yeah, I would have took Travis Kelsey. Okay, I mean that's because in that situation, I probably would. I mean, yeah, I mean, I would take I would take Travis Kelsey. The only wide receivers that I would take over Travis Kelsey are DeAndre Hopkins, Devontae Adams, Julio Jones, Odell Beckham Jr., Michael Thomas. Michael Thomas. Those are it. I, I would honestly, seriously think about having Travis Kelsey at, at wide receiver number six. It's not a bad idea. Like, think about it. Let's let's think about it from a from a, uh, rough, a with, rough perspective. Especially with the Tyreek Hill suspension looming. Well, that and even if he isn't suspended, let me ask you: Would you take? Would you seriously take Keenan Allen over Travis Kelsey? Probably not. Okay. No. Would you seriously take Amari Cooper in no, the Dallas no, Cowboy no. offense with no. Dak Prescott over Patrick Mahomes and no. then Kansas? Exactly. No, 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 no. So would you take the only person that you might be able to, you know, T-Y. smooth past me is T.Y. T-Y. Maybe T-Y. because he's got Andrew Luck and that offense and is going to be fucking gonna, pumping. You really can't see a double team on T.Y. Exactly. So, you know, it's iffy there, but like A.J. Green, you know. I feel like A.J. Green's floor is Travis Kelsey's floor with more touchdowns. Well, here's the thing, dude. If Pat Mahomes isn't there. Different we're talking story. about it. We're talking Completely totally different, different. Story. dude. Like when it comes to receivers, okay. So I'm talking about overall people that catch the ball. So tight ends and wide receivers. Quarterback matters. So am I going to take Pat Mahomes throwing me the ball or Andy Dalton? Okay, because Travis Kelsey's just as talented yeah. as AJ Green, as T. Y. Hilton. Okay, he doesn't do the same things, but he is just as dominant. I'm taking He's just as a game I would. Chamber. I would be comfortable taking Kelsey, especially with how Andy Reid works him in that offense. You know, the little, uh, oh, I'm going to do the fake handoff shovel screen to Kelsey exactly, at the one-yard exactly. line. Great. Touchdown. Naggy started. Touchdown that. catch. Yeah. It's not a rush. Yeah. It's a touchdown catch. Oh, no, catch. it's a catch. It's a catch. That's, that, that's, that's, that's seven, more fantasy that's seven points. points. Yeah, that's yeah. more points. So, I mean, and when it comes down to it, dude, they force-feed him the ball, and that is a tough motherfucker. I don't have to worry about him unless he's got uh, his leg – Swinging around. Uh, please don't say that. You know, yeah, come, you on, know, come on, come on. Touchy subject. Think about it though. If that guy doesn't have a broken bone or a torn ligament, he's on the field. Yeah, 100%. he is one tough dude. I've seen him get flipped over and just get right up and be he's like, "Kind of swaggy." Let's fucking too. go. Absolutely, dude. That pumps him up. But you know, the public seems to agree, which I'm glad to see. That must mean people are listening. So the second poll we put up on June 26th was um, who is the best shot to end the year as an RB1? So we went with three options. We went with Kareem Hunt, Austin Eckler, and Daryl Henderson. Public has stated that Daryl Henderson is most likely to finish RB1 with 52%. Nobody really gave any Austin Eckler any love. Which I'm surprised about. Very surprised. If uh, the only reason why – so when I voted on this, I, I chose Kareem Hunt. And I, and I tweeted out and I said, you know, we got to think about Kareem Hunt's first eight games as a rookie. Yeah. Okay. This guy had almost 210 fantasy points. Yep. Okay. He has the ability to put up points in just eight games. Literally can carry a okay? team in eight games. Yeah. So, I mean, 
For him, it's gonna it's gonna be six, depending on where they're at. Okay, he'll play six games. But last year, David Johnson finished RB ten at how many points? Was two ten? I have it up. Hold on. Two, it's something in that he averaged twelve points a game. Twelve point okay. three. So that would leave Kareem Hunt right on the outside. Two hundred ten games, and that's with like three six point games. When he only got like eight eight touches in his first eight games of the rookie year, that those those like span of three games where I'm sitting in front of the TV screaming Andy Reid, hand him the fucking ball. David Johnson finished with 196.7 at RB10. At RB10 with 12.3 okay. games, and that's in a 16 game season. Yes. So you know the writing's on the wall. He has to go off. Don't get me wrong. And he's got Nick Chubb there, but at the same time. You know, can he do it? Yeah. So that's why I think he got 45% of the vote. I'm more on the Daryl Henderson side, strictly because there's always that concern with Gurley's knee. I mean, I know that they everybody said, oh, yeah, everybody knew Gurley was going to have arthritis in his surgery repair knee coming into the draft. Everybody knew, so they were okay with it. Depending on the workload right now, <coughs> I can definitely see Henderson pushing some carries from him. And God forbid something happens to Todd Gurley. He's going to get carries even if Gurley's healthy. As we saw last year with C.J. Anderson, I feel like he the scheme that they run when it comes to running the football, any running back can be successful there. Well, let me ask you this, Frank. Would you take – I think Daryl Henderson right now is going in like the eighth round of draft. So let's say from seven to ten rounds, okay, Daryl Henderson's being drafted. Would you rather take Daryl Henderson in the eighth round, okay, right now, or would you take Damian Williams in the f- – he's going like the third round, but yeah. let's say the fourth. So let's say you're doubling the rounds for Daryl Henderson. And I'll tell you what I I'll feel, do. I feel like I would say yes on that. Even though Damian Williams is the guy in Kansas City, Carlos Hyde's going to push carries, man. And if Daryl Henderson gets the job – look, right now Damian Williams has the job, whatever. But – if Daryl Henderson or to gets ever the, get job the job in LA. At, at all Even because of a, injury, just a game, yeah, he's going to go off. They said they took him because he has home run potential. Exactly. Every time. He so I mean, and you're in that offense, you're in that Rams offense. Good luck seeing a stacked box in that situation. Exactly. You're not. Exactly. So I think the situation for Daryl Henderson could be so much greater than the situation that Damian Williams is in right now. Damian Williams was really driven off of. Listen, he had what? He played in f- four, games. four games last year. Two of them were monster games, yeah. and then the other two were like eighty. The fuck with, is this guy? Eighty with a touchdown. Yeah. I think. What is this guy? This guy did play. And we're well. drafting him though as a top fifteen running back. It's just it's got to be strictly off the offense. Exactly, game. but go off of that. Go off of that. Like everybody wants to say, look at all the points Damian Williams put up, dude. Yeah. It's it's it's. Okay, look at all the fucking points Isaiah Crowell put up in 2016. It's fair. You also so, could argue about Derrick Henry. Exactly. That four-week stretch. It, exactly. Where I'm, I'm watching fucking Red Zone, and the Titans are getting blown out by 20 fucking points, and Derrick Henry it's runs for a 95-yard touchdown what are you doing with like 10 seconds left. Why are you running the football? Exactly. So, like, it, that, it's all driven off of one long run or one ridiculous game. When I see Daryl Henderson, I'm looking at a guy that could give me a little bit more consistency. And probably Damian Williams is just isn't going to become an All Pro out of nowhere. Probably not. He has never been an All Pro. If James he's never Conner been a Pro ever Bowl. became an All Pro this year, then you know what I mean. Exactly. And then Austin Eckler. I mean, I really think he got no love. I mean, three percent of the votes. That's one big. If Melvin Gordon comes goes down, he's very easily before RB1. Kareem Hunt plays. 
RB1. Oh, Austin Eckler is 100% an RB1. 100%. If Melvin Gordon goes down, he's an RB1. Keep in mind, Austin Eckler is still going to get 10 to 15 touches, right? Bro, Even I, with I said Melvin Gordon. There's, there was games last year where they're both in the game. Oh, yeah, I get that. But they're so, probably I mean, like seeing the situation. They're like, okay, well, Melvin's been getting a lot of touches. Let's let's ease back. Cause yeah. He's got injury history. Yeah, man. They exactly. want to keep him on the field as much exactly. as they can while healthy. You're going to get Melvin for about 20 to 25 touches, and you'll get Austin Eckler for about 10 to 15. So that's yeah. a total of, like, what, 45 touches yeah. from, from your running backs, which they're, is fair. They're literally carbon copies of each other. Just Gordon's obviously better. Exactly. But, he gets but those more. are only two running backs there. Yeah, but but Gordon also gets more of the chances. You know what I mean? They both catch the ball in the back, but both can run in the goal line. Yeah. More of the story is what I'm getting at. Austin Eckler will make ground even when Melvin's healthy. It's fair. Which will give him a leg up on Kareem Hunt. It's fair. Very fair. Which is why I think he should have got a little bit more love. To be honest, I wouldn't have been surprised if these were all deadlocked at like twenty, thirty-three percent. <laughs> like I don't, I'm not right? good at math. Thirty-three percent would have been ninety-nine, so it would have been off a little bit. But I wouldn't have been shocked. I'm shocked that you got three percent. That that Austin Eckler got three percent. I don't really think people are are out there really looking through the through a fine uh, comb and saying shit. Look at what this guy's done when Melvin's healthy. I feel like you're splitting hairs done. between the three of them. You really are. And that's why I put that poll up. I really wanted to see, you know, where the public's leaning. And, you know, a lot of fantasy experts, if you listen to other podcasts, loving Daryl Henderson because they don't love Todd Gurley this year. With the situation he's in. Exactly. That's why we're seeing him fall in the second round. Exactly. So this might be a little bit media-driven, okay? It, yeah. might, it might be a little bit media-driven. And Austin Eckler's really not the, the shiny new toy Sleeper that everybody, yeah. you know, had two years ago. I mean, I can't think of a running back to lead fantasy running backs three years in a row with over 300 fantasy points. Yeah. I mean, Gurley's not at back-to-back years, but it's, 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 it's total legs, man. Uh, it is, dude. I mean, it's a sticky situation. In, in and LA. Todd Gurley hates his fantasy football, so. Yeah, he does hate fucking fantasy football. Fuck him. I had him last year. Last and final poll of the day. What is it about Tom Brady that has him going undrafted in almost every mock draft? Often considered the GOAT. Which he is. I personally think he finishes top 12 at his position. Okay. Kind of contradicting myself here because I didn't draft him and he went undrafted in this last draft. You could have drafted him. But I took Derek Carr because, you know, I wanted to see. Listen. Tried new things all the time. That's what what the things he mocked. In a real draft. In a real draft. When it comes down to it. Gun to your head, might, are you taking Brady I'm, I'm probably going to go with Brady. But here's the thing, dude. I put, is it age? Is it lack of weapons? Is it lack of mobility? Is it, you don't fucking agree with this? I voted I don't fucking agree with it. I said it's age. Here, here's the thing. I think it's kind of a loaded question. It okay? is. Because I said, what is it about Tom Brady? The right answer for me would have been, I think it's age. I that's why I, I think went. that's why people. I, I think that's why people don't want him. Yeah. I chose I don't agree with it because I don't agree with it. Okay, but if I had to choose based off of what I think everybody else is looking at, I think everybody's looking at age. Okay, I think the second one is lack of mobility. Okay, lack of weapons. Some people will say you He's know got a lot of weapons. I know he lost Gronk, but, but Nikhil Harry has not been impressing people, which is shocking. Josh Gordon is not there. Nobody knows where he's, he's going to be. Suspended he might play eight games. He might play six games. I don't think he's going to play sixteen. He's kind of a guy that I would draft in like the fifteenth round. Why not take a flyer or on him? Because he will be the number one there. He's going to add him off waivers. Just exactly. Some gigs. Exactly. And then you got Julian Edelman, of course. But 
So I don't really think it's the lack of weapons. I mean, I think this is offense is going to tend to a run-heavy oriented offense. Yeah, really and short to, passes to preserve five to ten Brady yards. Brady, yeah, because the, all they give a shit about is getting to the postseason. Well, they don't have anybody that really stretches the field. The kill Harry's yeah. big, but I mean, are you going to put all that pressure on him to steal? And Philip no. Dorsett, like, mm. he hasn't really shined at all. But and then lack of mobility, I could see that from a fantasy aspect. He yeah. provides zero rushing ability, zero. You get his you got casual one touchdown of the QB one uh, exactly. QB sneak on the one. Everybody else. In the top twelve has some everybody in the top twelve run of wide receiver uh, quarterbacks. quarterbacks besides Big Ben maybe, but exactly. he's big and he can just flop over in the end zone. Exactly, they have some form of rushing ability. Okay, so I thought maybe that's what fucking people. Would, and then I'm just like, you know what, dude? All these people are gonna fucking sit here and continue to say, and I don't agree with it. You know, Father Time's gonna catch up to Brady. Uh, we've been saying dude, this for how many five dude, years? Three, now? four years. People are like, the cliff's coming. The cliff's coming. Dude, Brady came out and said the other day, I don't see no cliff. Okay, I don't see it. And personally, I don't fucking see it. I mean, dude, they only won what? What was the final score of the Super Bowl? I don't know. It was like I, twelve to six or some I, shit I, like I, that. I, I zoned out. Yeah. There was so no I mean, they, they still won though. They still got the guy. There. Just wins. He's, he's a, a winner. winner. Dude. He's like not, he's not a fantasy winner. He's just a real life winner. But the question is, can he be top twelve? I don't. I wouldn't be shocked. Uh, twelve, number twelve. I think in that situation, he's just gonna be with the loss of Gronk. Is gonna affect him big time. That's gonna my, hurt. Him. That's my. It's thing. gonna hurt him. Where did he finish last year, Frank? Could you look that up real quick? I mean, personally, I think he still has the ability to throw up four thousand yards. Okay, he's he still has the ability to do that. Okay, he's still one of the smartest quarterbacks. Tom Terrific uh, finished at a uh, robust fourteen. So that's only 14. That's only two spots away from 280 fantasy points, and he averaged 17 and a half points. And who is he behind? Who's he behind? Like, who's right there? Who's 12? Who's 11? Who's 10? Who's finishing? Uh, Cousins is 13. Newton is 12. Rivers is 11. Mr. Dak Prescott is 10. Then we got Russ Brees. Goff to go 9 to 7. What do those guys have that is that he doesn't have rushing ability? Uh, Breeze really doesn't have that rushing, but he just has the. But, you, he, but he's smart who, enough to get rid of the ball when he does. Do you know who I could see him going over this year? Press golf and Dak. Dak's averaged six rushing touchdowns a year for the past three years. It's fair. That boy can't throw the football to save his life. But guess what? As soon as he comes inside the ten yard line, dude, those legs become a powerful thing yeah, for him. I agree. Every single time, dude. I think he well, will do. You that. gotta remember this though. Baker finished under him. Yeah, but you know what, dude. When it comes and down so did Mitch. Both those guys can move. But here's the thing. Are they more proficient passers? If there's an open I don't think guy, Mitch is. I think, I think Baker, Baker has the ability be. to be more accurate. Right now. Especially with the offense. Right now in his career. Yeah. I don't know. That, because Brady's getting up. I don't know. Brady slings the shit out of it. Yeah, but dude, like, look. I still think, I, I still think there's that Brady that had three fourth downs in a row in that AFC championship game. And delivered absolute fucking dimes. Yeah, big, uh, big strike thrower. Exa- Dude, like, I was watching that and saying, this is why this motherfucker is the greatest quarterback that I will ever watch. Literally has ice in his veins. I don't think people appreciate what they've, what they've watched the last, Listen, God's, God forbid, how many We're giant stuff. fans, okay? So maybe, you know. We appreciate it. Maybe we, just we beat don't his find ass. Brady so much because we beat him twice. But I got to admit, the ima- Brady's like Sidney Crosby. Fucking pussy. I fucking hate Sidney Crosby. Everybody hates Sidney Crosby unless you're a fucking Penguin fan. He's okay? a winner. In, the, in basketball. LeBron. A lot of people hate LeBron. Why? 
Okay. Because he has because shit that you want. Exactly. You got to find stuff that you can that you can hate about him. That is Brady in the NFL. But I watch Brady and I say, I fucking love this. It's it's hard He's not to a like fucking him. champ. I recognize greatness. I didn't really like LeBron about five years ago, but I'm well, like, when he went to dude, Miami, this motherfucker's a stud. Yeah, exactly. And when he came back to Cleveland, I was like, okay, I kind of have a, a, a. As I get a older, I, I I learn to appreciate to appreciate the greatest greatness. athletes exactly. that you're seeing. LeBron, Kevin Durant. You could say what you want about Kevin Durant. If you're offered a promotion at your job, or you're offered a promotion at another that company. is better at another company, a, a, a competitor, are you going to tell that company, hey, you know what, I'm going to be loyal? Yeah. No, you're going to go over there and take the more the more money, right? Yeah. So why is it so harmful that KD went and did that? He yeah. didn't want to play with Russ. So when you look at that, but you know, you know, you know what separates Brady from everybody else? He did it all one team. He did it all one team. He took pay cuts. Dude, this dude was getting paid damn near nothing. I think you can argue Tom Brady is one of like the perfect male athletes to ever step foot on a uh, dude, specific athletic field. The, uh, he is absolutely a professional. He's a superstar. He's a fucking goat. Okay, that's and his, what he is. It's and his wife and that. his wife is. Oh, oh she's fucking slamming. And I know he kisses, she makes more money than. Yeah, him. And I know he kisses his kids on the lips, but fuck Tom Brady it. can do whatever the fucking wants. Yeah, when you got six okay. rings, right? right? And he might finish off with eight, dude, honestly. Like, you think he's going to get two I, I, more? I would not be surprised, dude. He's so good, and this is why I'm okay with drafting him in fantasy football. Like, is Tom Brady going to give me QB 20 numbers? No. no. Okay, but, hey, in the 15th round, if I'm going to draft him and he's giving me he's a nice filler. top 12? I think he's a nice filler. Oh, my God. If you're, if you're using him as a bye week villain, which is what he could be, you know. But I really like Tom Brady this year. I might be on a fucking island, but I don't care. I'll win fucking championships with Tom fucking Brady because that's what he fucking does. Wins championships. So, I mean, it is what it is. But I don't know. You got anything else today, Frank? I am good. I am uh, very tired. So that's all, that's all we got for today, guys. Thank you for listening to this mock draft. Uh, look out for something probably around Tuesday, maybe Wednesday. I'll be at Barry Tuesday, so I will be, uh, all right, you know. well. We'll figure something out. This fucking kid's got to go do whatever he's got to do. But regardless, we'll get something out. Polls we'll will be up out. every day. Polls every will be up. Day. You know, I haven't posted one in, a, in like a day or two, but, you know, it's the weekend. So we got to be able to, you know, chill out for a fucking little bit. But yeah. once again, guys, if you're listening, retweet the podcast, please. Let it get out there to other people. You know, we want to spread our stuff out there. Trying to get them plays up. Exactly. Trying to get some plays up. Trying to get more followers. Listen, guys. 500 followers. It's coming up soon. We're about almost 320 away, maybe 310 away. We're at about 180 now. Okay, yeah. Something special is coming out at 500 fucking followers. I'm telling you, look out for it. Let's get to 500 followers, okay? Let's get you guys something special for supporting us. We appreciate all the support that you've given us right now. Um, And that's all for today, guys. I'm Ryan Serino. I'm Fantasy Frank. You guys have a great rest of your day.